Rebecca Wallace has had a stellar 2021, including being featured in the new edition of the classic book, 250 Years of New Zealand Painting. In this podcast, I take some time and talk with Rebecca about the thinking behind her practice and the works in her beautiful solo show, Void of Meaning, on at the Scott Laurie Gallery. Rebecca, thanks for taking time to speak with us today. Firstly, tell me about the title of the show. The show is called um, Void of Meaning, which kind of is a contradictory, um, well, it kind of has two, two meanings. It it's, suggests that it doesn't have meaning, but by creating the painting, I'm creating meaning to that meaninglessness space. Mm. Uh, for people who are not familiar with your practice, I guess, um, for people who aren't familiar with your practice, how would you describe your work? Um, what's your work all about? Yeah, um, so um, the paintings are about the self. Um, so I make relationships or parallels between the painting and the self. And um, it has to obviously come from, a sub it has to be subjective. Um, because I, otherwise that's all you know. <laughs> um, so yeah, they're about uh, the, these specific paintings are about the um, recreating of value for um, a breaking down of ideas of who we think we are. Uh, so it's like repositioning or in giving, a, giving new possibilities for um, uh, how you see a painting and how you see the self. They kind of go parallel together. Um, and they've, they've been triggered by um, my inner experiences of abjection. Uh, yeah, and and so that that's like a breaking down of um, meaning, and who we think we are um, is is has meaning, but it's what's behind that. When that breaks down, there's something else behind that um, can extend and we create more possibilities for painting and for the self. Yeah. So on from there, it'd be interesting to get your thoughts on how your methods or practice has changed in this body of work um, compared to your previous show. Um, so from the last show, it's, uh, it's exactly the same technique, but I've extended or put, I included, um, included, I've swapped the unfolding with um, a vacuum, although they are all unfolded, but um, in the last, last show I um, unfolded, unfolded the, the paint when it was dry, and so you could get that very harsh um, separation 
between the two folds. And this time I've used um, a vacuum between two plates. So uh, I've unfolded it. It's already been unfolded. And then I've used two plates to create a vacuum where um, when it's separated, you can almost see that there's a, a, a breaking down or a str struggle or a, it's not as severe. It's much more, um, it's softer if you like. So there's more, which is why I've used color with this one as well, underneath. Um, so it's more like the, I've extended the between areas um, and enhanced them more through color. And working behind the um, silk 2021 has been interesting in many ways. Um, the extended lockdown due to COVID um, has been a challenge for many people. Um, has this, did this have any bearing on you producing the work for this show? I work in isolation. My practice is very much about being in a vacuum with um, my materials. Um, so lockdown was, I didn't notice it. Um, I loved having my family around, around me, you know, um, that was lovely, um, or is lovely. But in terms of my practice, I, I think it was exactly as it has always been. Um, so yeah, I have a very close relationship with my um, materials. And um, yeah, it didn't interfere in, in, in my practice at all. Getting materials was, um, had to be a bit more organized because um, you had to think ahead of where you might be going. But you know, um, I make the stretcher bars, uh, a fray, I stretched the um, silk over the stretch bars at the end. So, uh, I, and I don't know what size I'm going to use until I've done the surface the, on the silk. Um, so I frame it once I've done the, done, done the, um, the, the silk area. Um, yeah, so I mean, I had, to, um, I had to think about how to help other people in a way um, get, get, get organized to get the stretches from Wellington because and everything was just collapsed. Well, didn't it? I mean, you couldn't really get anything, but um, yeah. And I re-stretched, I took other paintings apart and used stretcher bars for, I mean, you, you just learn to adapt from it, I think. Okay, so let's explore some of the works in this show, um, which are hung around us at the moment. Um, I'm particularly drawn to this one behind me. Can you talk about that? Yeah, okay, so this work, that, that piece there is, um, Grasping, grasping the object, or grasping for the object. It's when, did you see, have you seen gravity? You know when she was in outer space and she um, was, had to hold on to an object to make herself feel like she was part of it, like it gave her a sense of self. Because if she was just flying around in outer space, it would be like, well... <laughs> um, 
So that's kind of like how I see what I was, what I do, um, and I think everyone does it um, with words and with names and with ideas and stories and um, surfaces. Uh, we we need to um, we need to hold on to them, like, and because they make, they make us feel safe. They make us feel like we are separated, but we're also gives us a sense of autonomy of ourselves somehow, making ourselves into objects. So that was a so so grasping at the object is like grasping for the name of mother. That's my personal. Um, that's that was my personal. Uh, that's where it came from. Um, and the, the idea of mother is, becomes an object and I, it's something that comes down from family as well. Like my, I never really thought about how to, I just assumed how I knew how to love and, and then I realized I didn't know how to love. I was just, wasn't thinking, like, was it, is it un unconditional? Um, is it, is it, um, am, am I projecting, am I reflecting, am I, um, you know, all of, all of these things that you do that you think, you, well, you don't think about it. It's just that, that you, you think you know, but you don't, you know, you, you're not just being in the moment. It gives, it gives it a sense of value and meaning. Once you've, once you've objectified something, it gives, it, it gives it a sense of value and meaning, like the name, mother, and yeah, or yeah. What love, what, you know, what, what is love? Well, I know what love is, you know, you see it on telly all the time. <laughs> but, you know, how you experience it, those, yeah, that's, that's what, I mean, there's more to how you experience things in, inwardly than what you think you, what you think you know. There's, there's more to it, there's, there's, there's more stuff. Out there, yeah. Yeah. So I like I I um I make I make parallels between the painting and the self, and so it's kind of like looking into the anatomy of um, the insides, the inners, what's behind, um, and also that how that happened. That was a natural. Um, that happened naturally. So often when things happen naturally in the in the studio or where I'm working in. I will like to be present with it all the time, and if I see it and it and it works for me, it says something to me. Then I, I hold on to it and use it, yeah, in the work. Beyond the layers of consciousness, what a beautiful piece! Um, I, I love the composition and the form, particularly the space creeping in from the edges and the way that the colours seem to have a varying opacity. Can, can you talk about that piece a little? Uh, I referred to the uh, layers of the, the consciousness. So as you're as you're breaking down, as 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 ideas of um, who you are get broken down, you open up. It's an opening up. So it's kind of like it gets narrower and narrower and narrower when when uh, um, before it's breaking down. Your everything and there's resistances and then there's a narrowing of consciousness and then and then you and then you kind of and then you kind of have to let go and um and that's um, that's when there's an opening or a um 
a new kind of consciousness about what love is or who you are, um, that you don't need to have an idea of who you are. Um, you just are, yeah. I like, see, I like that they've all, they're all different moments. So um, they kind of bring up different feelings, different experiences of that feeling. Um, the, the piece right in the corner there is, um, it's when the grasping stops. And it's like that grasping, hold, holding, grasping for the object, for the name, for the story, for something to understand and give it meaning and value. That's, that's when you let go of that grasping and, and, it, and it just flows out and you're okay with it. So that piece there is possibly where I might move to in the next show um, with that, those, that more fluid, because these, all these works are quite contained and inward um, centered. So yeah, it might, I might sort of move out, moving out from that center. Um, still have maybe have the folding line, but it seems like a, a natural progression. And I might even use more grays because they're more between, between colors. Yeah, so I want to extend the between, the messy, the, um, the messy parts that, um, the exciting parts, yeah, but somehow I still keep the tension in it. Yeah, that's interesting that you, you, you mentioned keeping the tension. There's a definite feeling of, of some kind of tension and release in these works, if that makes sense. Um, what's your thoughts on that? The way I see the tension is with, through the, um, the lines um, and the edges. Um, so there's a horizontal middle line um, and there's vertical lines on the edges which are created, created from the materials that I'm using. So I'm not actually putting them in, it's just how the materials are talking with each other. Um, they created it themselves. Um, and I think the tension for me is the uh, the fluidness of the, um, the paint in relation to that contained gridded um, linear and horizontal and vertical li lines. They're quite contained because they've, bit, they've got the edges, although the, the edges are kind of, the, the middles are coming, coming away from the edges. They're still very, most of them are contained um, by the sense of the edges, uh, the, lin the vertical lines. With that tension in mind, is it difficult to know when to stop? Um, I guess, can you push the works too far sometimes? Do, do you always know when to stop? Um, you don't, yeah, you don't. And um, I do push it over the edge. And, and um, sometimes I don't push it far enough, um, but I am learning more and more to um, stay with the process and let go of my ideas about how I thought I, what I thought I wanted from a piece. Um, I mean, they've all, they've all got, a, they've all, they're all different. Um, they've all got their different personalities. Some of them are, I find irritating. Some of them I find um, relaxing and some, are, but, but, but they're different moments. They're, to me, they're different moments um, in response to, um, <clears throat> 
in response to uh, a state of um, being outside of time. So you made it into an iconic New Zealand book, um, The 250 Years of New Zealand Painting. Silly question, I guess, <laughs> but how does that make you feel? Yeah, um, made it into the 250 years of New Zealand painting. Um, thrilled about that. Um, I feel very um, honoured. It's very uh, something I've secretly been wanting in the back of my mind <laughs> for a really long time. And it makes me feel like included into the New Zealand um, art, arts. Um, it makes me feel more included. Yeah, yeah. But to be, to, but to actually be part of a, a, a book which I which I read in um, high school here. So um, to be part of a book in the history of New Zealand painting to me, that's amazing. That's I'm yeah. I feel very um, privileged. Yeah. I mean, I've been practicing for. Um, I finished my degree, um, diploma with honours in 88 and, and I went straight from, I mean I just, I've been practicing since then, um, had kids <laughs> and um, went, went and carried on, you know, managed to, managed to keep my, um, my, myself, um, keep that motivation going. Uh, really, more than anything else, just keep things moving and in line with um, working through all the thoughts, um, ideas and processes that you, that I wanted to um, incorporate. But just even though it was frustrating, you know, not being able to move as fast as I wanted, I mean, I, I still managed to just keep my foot in the door with myself, with my practice. And I think that's the main thing, I think, if you stop, it's really hard to um, get going again because you've lost that momentum, yeah. So here we are amongst all of these paintings in your new show. How do you feel about the works? Um, so for me, the value of the show is by, um, because there's a breaking down, this is basically about that moment of breaking down of the idea of who you think you are or who I think I was, or who we think we are. Um, from that breaking down, there's, um, by, by, by putting it into painting, I mean, you can't, you can't put those, those feelings into words. And by putting them into painting, or f feeling like I can express them in painting or reflect them in painting, it makes me feel like I'm giving it some value. And, like in society, it's not being given value, those, those collapsing moments when you, you know, they're abject. Um, they're repressed and they're not spoken about, but by painting them, making them into an object um, and referring to them, it, that space, it gives it some value and hopefully extends a sense of what painting can be talked about. I mean, I know that like loads of people have painted about those areas, but it's nice to be able to extend that, that moment and um, consider it as having value. 
Um, so yeah, it's like an extension, even though it's a breaking down, it's kind of, they, they work together. So you're an experienced artist and obviously each show comes together during the final hang and the curation. Uh, I, how do you feel about that? Are you pleased with the show? Um, am I pleased with the show? Yeah, I am pleased with the show. I feel like I'm still, I feel like I've consolidated um, my ideas and um, my grammar or my language that I use. Um, and it's a series of works that is quite tight in terms of um, how it feels as a, as a, as a show. <clears throat> So yeah, I'm yeah I'm pleased with it. I, f I feel um, like this is the show that I have been meaning to do for ten years. <laughs> so I've kind of got there, but yeah. So it's something that I've been wanting to do for a long time, but um, wasn't sure how to. wasn't sure how to what language to use or how to um, how to express it. I suppose. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I, I think I think. I think I'm repeating myself again and again and again and again, but I think I'm repeating myself around this area of ab abjection. So it's, like I said to Scotty, it's like trying to define something that is undefinable. And it's kind of like you have to define the, around it instead of like, like circling a black hole. It's like you have to, yeah, it's, that's, that's the only way to kind of give it any substance, if you like, yeah. I'd like to thank Rebecca for taking the time to speak with us in this episode. And if you would like to learn more about Rebecca and her practice, visit the Scott Laurie Gallery at scottlaurie.com. <laughs>